We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Microsoft Teams is helping a bicycle company reinvent the way that they work. We make low-maintenance bicycles for everyday riders. Once the pandemic hit, we had nobody coming into the showroom. So we started doing virtual visits via Microsoft Teams. We're able to see two or threefold the amount of customers we used to be able to see. All of a sudden, we could open up our showroom to customers around the world. I really think it's going to set a standard for retail moving forward. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash Teams. Wednesday as we head into week 11. I, I, it feels weird to even say that, that we are 11 weeks through the season, but here we are, and, and we will break down the wide receivers for you. I'm James Seltzer, your host, and as always with me, the man who, if I could change places with one person on this planet to be that person, <laughs> it would be him. You can follow him on, on Twitter at Statsman22, Mr. Paul Bruno. Paul it's nice to be Paul Bruno. Well, you know what? I'm getting that a lot these days. So <laughs> I'm mostly, not surprised. It's mostly because of the fun and games that I have over at Rotowire, just like you. Uh, it's it's a, afforded me a pretty interesting lifestyle at the moment. I'm enjoying it. Well, it's a beautiful thing, sir, and well-deserved. There is not a nicer person on this planet than Paul Bruno. <laughs> I will say that without equivocation. All right, Paul. The, the check Let... is in the mail. <laughs> That's right. Canadian well, money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count here? Or I don't, with Donald Trump as president, I don't even know if we can accept that. So. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's jump in. And uh, not only is Paul a wonderful person, but he's a terrific analyst. So uh, let's get some of his insight here. Let's jump in on this wide receiver slate as we head into week 11 of the NFL season. Again, I, I'm just am floored that we're actually through 11 weeks. But um, here we go. So, uh Interesting slate this week, Paul. As we look at the top of the board here, you have the two guys at the top kind of standing alone away from everybody else. And Odell Beckham Jr. is the top guy at 9,000. Then Antonio Brown back to being Antonio Brown at 8,900. Let's take those two by themselves as they are, you know, significantly ahead of everyone else. Are you rolling with either of these guys this week? 
You could you could certainly make a case for both of them. I mean, look at the defenses they're facing. Chicago Bears, nothing to write home about, and certainly the Cleveland Browns. I've seen enough of them to know that uh, I think we get a bunch of guys from Rotowire. We give these guys a good run. So uh, of the two, though, I like uh, Antonio Brown a little bit more. I've ignored him for a couple of weeks, but this combo with Big Ben should have a real field day here, and I expect that he will... Uh, clear his uh, weekly average, which is set at 17.8 points in FanDuel play. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually think even at the price, comparatively, Brown is one of the best plays on the board this week. Obviously, Cleveland has been atrocious against everybody, and now they're facing the best receiver on the planet. Um, and look, you're not getting Antonio Brown for this price if Ben Roethlisberger is healthy at any other point in the season. The algorithm is just not caught up with the fact that Ben is back. So uh, 8,900, I, I know it seems high, but Antonio Brown, in my mind, a, a borderline must play this week. That's how much of a value it is. All right, Paul, let's, uh, let's jump into these more reasonably priced guys as we look at the other top guys on the slate. And, and it does look just in pricing compared to other weeks that there are some values here, but I want to get your take on it. Why don't we go from, uh, let's take the uh, 7,600 number there, Devontae Adams, and take those guys up to 8,200, Antonio Green, that, that six-pack of guys there. Who kind of stands out to you in that group? Well, I'm going to take two guys right in the middle there. At the $7,900 plateau, I've got T.Y. Hilton versus Tennessee. I'm looking for him to have a big game here, noting that he should, have be, should be over is the hamstring issue that dogged him over prior to last week and we saw last week that he had a big game and I think this is a situation where he could double up and they'll be throwing the ball all over the lot against the Titans in that one and then of course when we talk about uh, teams that throw it all over the lot the Packers certainly have had to do that and Jordy Nelson's uh, their number one wideout and why wouldn't you go with him against the Washington Redskins for 7800 bucks to me that's one of the better plays on the board we talk about this passing focus of the Packers and uh, they'll continue that to be the case against Washington He'll get lots of targets count on that for sure. Yeah, Jordy is easily my favorite play in this range. And also, like you said, one of my favorite plays on the board. Just look at his last three weeks, 24.6, 18.9, 17.4. Jordy is back. Uh, again, yeah. I know they just brought Christine Michael in, but I don't think he's going to come in and start you know, running the show right away. So um, I feel very confident in that passing game in a great matchup against a struggling Washington secondary to roll out with Nelson there uh, and going a, a couple hundred bucks higher there. Um, look, Mike Evans, I'm going to play him every week. If he's in that $8,000 range, just when you look at the target numbers, I know you look at KC and you think Marcus Peters and you get scared, but Marcus Peters is terrific and he is a hell of a playmaker, but he is also a hell of a let other guys make big plays kind of guy as well. So he does, you know, he goes for the plays and he makes them a lot, but sometimes he misses. And, and the result has been that uh, he has not been a, a true shutdown corner. So I think Evans, when you just look at the pure target volume there, as we have talked about a lot this season, the fact that he's staying around that $8,000 number and not really going up to those top, top numbers Makes him a value play for me each week. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's take it from seven thousand up and finish out the seven thousand dollar range before we get into some real values here. It's another six pack. It looks like here as we go uh, from seven thousand at the bottom here and uh, and Larry Fitzgerald up to oh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I will. I'll say it for you. I, <laughs> I bet you will, Paul. I you know, bet I, you will. Eight and one. I hate the Cowboys so much. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm loving. I'm loving. I love bet them. you are. Nine for a one-point loss at the beginning of the season, that that still bothers me. They lost to the Giants in opening night, but anyway, well, it bothers me that the Eagles should have beat them and Doug Pearson blew the game. But whatever. <laughs> but, but let's tip our. Let me tip my hat to Des Bryant, though. Had a big game against Pittsburgh the day before, the day after his father passed away. So, uh, really, an emotional game for him and. Uh, he played his heart out and, and delivered with uh, a difference-making performance, in my estimation. And he's starting to look like, finally, the big play guy that the Cowboys have been counting on. I think they're going to need him to come up big to beat the Ravens. Uh, I, I think this is the toughest game left on the Cowboys' schedule, to be honest with you. And uh, I think he's going to get... You played the uh, Eagles the last week of the season. That's a Not slap worried. in the face, Paul. Not worried, man. Sorry. He's going to get his Eagles chance Eagles are 4-0 against... at home. I'll just throw that out there. <laughs> oh, right. Well, they're going to lose some for a long <laughs> Uh, he, you know, Dez is going to get a chance against the Ravens. D. I think they're going to be looking to load up in the box to stop the Cowboys running game because that's what they do against everybody, and this will be the bigger challenge. So I think Dez Bryant takes advantage. But moving on, Terrell Pryor, this guy is a real physical specimen, isn't he? He's a big play guy with the, with the Browns, the only one they have. And I saw enough of the Steelers secondary to realize that they can be exploited, and you can bet that that's where Cleveland's going to attack with with uh, their big six foot six wide receiver. I think he has a big day there. Then De DeAndre Hopkins for Houston against Oakland. Well, you know, he Oakland seems to get involved in a lot of shootouts. This guy got targeted 13 times last week, but only caught five as poor quarterback play really hurt has hurt his totals all season long. I'll say, but I still recommend going with him against that porous. Oakland pass defense. And then finally, if he's healthy and there's some question about Fitzgerald's knee, I'd like to uh, slot him in there at 7,000 bucks because I like him as a high volume play against the reeling Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, how about that, man? Five and out of five and four. It was like Sammy Super Bowl to Sammy five and 11. Who saw that going? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paul, we're actually really on the same page here. My two favorite plays in this region are. Des Bryant, seven. I mean, it's a great play. Baltimore yeah. has been struggled against the pass, especially against number one receivers. Really like Des at that price. And and the other guy that jumped out to me is Terrell Pryor against that atrocious Pittsburgh secondary. I mean, you can just light those guys up. Pryor has been a stud, you know, almost every week. Last week, a bit of a down week, but he's been so good. Such a great matchup. I love that play. I'll add one more name in this range. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin has been a little quiet lately, but at 7,100 going up against New Orleans secondary that, for lack of a better word, is short. <laughs> you know, it's a tiny yeah. secondary, and they've really struggled with big receivers so far this season if you look at the numbers. So Kelvin Benjamin, obviously one of the bigger ones out there. So I think this is a week, and you look at the first time they played, what was it, 41-38 Saints, Cam Newton had three or four touchdown passes. I think this is a week to get Kelvin Benjamin going and get him back in your lineup. All right, Paul, let's uh, let's take the six thousand. We've done a lot of five six packs here. Why don't we take a bigger range here? Let's go from six thousand down here at uh, who is it six thousand? Let's go with uh, Rashard Matthews at six thousand, all the way up sixty nine hundred. Not as relevant this week, at least for one guy, is Alshon Jeffrey at six nine hundred. Don't pay for Alshon Jeffrey is suspended. No. But let's take it from Jarvis Landry at 6,900 down to 6,000 there. Are there any values in this range for you? I think there's a whole mitful. I'm going to give you a few quickly. Uh, Mike Wallace at the top against the Cowboys. He's uh, been a key part of the Ravens' aerial attack all year long and should get chances against the depleted Dallas secondary. 
And uh, that's because his partner in crime, Steve Smith, is is back in the lineup. So uh, I'll talk a little bit more about him unless you beat me to that punch later. But I like both of them in this game. And then uh, Golden Tate for, for Detroit against Jacksonville. I think he's uh, cemented himself or asserted himself as one of the go-to guys in the Detroit offense in recent weeks. And that's a pretty weak Jacksonville team that he'll be facing for 6600 bucks. You can also take a shot at Marvin Jones in this range, also with the same matchup. Uh, Jones could have a big day after being almost ignored last week. I think he's going to come back with more touches that way. So the Detroit guys should be a big part of your lineup. I think one of them should be anyway. It uh, looks good this week. Jamison Crowder of the Redskins against the Packers. We already uh, sliced and diced the Packers secondary. I expect uh, Crowder to do much of the same. Uh, he's he's probably the best priced receiver uh, from $6,500 down in terms of average fan duel points and should top that average against that weak Packers secondary. So uh, those are the guys I like there. And I'll throw two quick names out that I like a lot. And that's Julian Edelman as a volume guy in a matchup that New England has at San Francisco, a volume receiver looking for, forward to taking advantage of that matchup. And then Richard Matthews has been awesome in the last several weeks. He's averaging a touchdown a week over the last six weeks, I believe, and emerged as a favorite target in the Titans passing game and should be a great value play against another porous defense in the Colts. Paul, I appreciate you leaving me Stefan Diggs this week. Normally uh, we're both on that one and you beat me to it. But, I mean, look, the last three weeks, targets for Stefan Diggs, 15, 14, 13. Yeah. 13 catches last week, 13 catches the week before I mean, this guy's the Minnesota offense right now, and and he we've we've talked a lot about how talented he is, uh, and, and now he's getting the work to prove it. There's really no one else in that offense to go to other than Kyle Rudolph in the red zone. So, um, love, love, love Stephon Diggs this week in a. Uh, I, I know the matchup isn't great, but for the price, I, I think based on volume, he's, he's borderline must play here. A couple other names that jump out, and I do agree with the names you threw out, but I'll add two others just to, to vary it up here a little bit. Um, starting at 6,700, just 100 down from Stephon Diggs. Doug Baldwin, man, I mean, he's back. And, and we remember what he did last second half of the season. I think he scored 10 touchdowns over the last eight games. He's already off to a three-touchdown head start in the second half of this season with his three-touchdown performance against the Patriots. As much as I love my Eagles, the secondary yeah, is not the best. So it's a, it's a nice matchup there. They seem to really have that passing game going. So I love Doug Baldwin at 6,700. Last name I'll throw in here, uh, it's 6,500. Dante Moncrief going up against Tennessee since he's been back. Uh, clearly the red zone target for uh, Andrew Luck. Six targets last week, nine the week before, got in the end zone. Um, it, it just It's a nice matchup going against Parrish Cox and, and the struggling Titans secondary. Titans defense has been better than expected, but the secondary less so. Um, so for that price, I think Moncrief is going to get the majority of the red zone targets and is working his way back after the bye week to being fully healthy. So I, I like that matchup there. Paul. Before we jump into the real values here, let me remind fantasy football fans that football is in full swing. It's almost over. It's crazy. But that means that FanDuel is in full swing, and this year it's better than ever. It's not just a new season at FanDuel. It's a new era. They've upgraded your entire experience with real improvements for everyday fans, and they believe you deserve to experience everything sports has to offer, which makes you sports rich. Try the new FanDuel now. Just pick up your pick up your team, stay under the salary cap, and have all the fun the fantasy has to offer. 
New to the game, playing a beginner's contest, learning the ropes. If you have a dollar, there are contests for just a dollar. There's 50-50 contests where the top half win cash, and you can even settle a score with your friends in a FanDuel's brand new friends mode. It's season-long fantasy football with weekly teams, plus new features ensure a fair and level playing field. There's nothing better than FanDuel. I, 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 I've railed on season-long fantasy this season, and, and I still love it, but... It has been the year from hell, and it doesn't get any better. And as a result, I get to go on FanDuel, and I get to pick a new lineup every week, and I don't have to worry about all my injured players and all my players who suck and all my players who disappoint. And I get to have fun every week, and that's because of FanDuel. You can have all the fun that football has to offer, all the fun that fantasy football has to offer. At FanDuel, you can be sports rich. Plus, we have a special offer for new users. You get a free six-month Rotowire subscription with a $10 deposit on FanDuel. You just got to go to FanDuel.com slash rw not only do you get the free subscription but you get to play with the ten dollars on FanDuel, and you could win money so essentially it's a free subscription if you just win one contest which you probably will because you're listening to paul bruno's awesome advice so for forty dollars <laughs> in value for just ten bucks go to fanduel.com slash rw all right paul speaking of that uh terrific advice why don't we jump in here and really make some money for these people as we look at the values uh, a lot of players in this range here as we look in the five fifty nine hundred and below why don't we take fifty nine hundred down to fifty five hundred uh, oh wow look at that name steve smith jr i guess you're going to talk about that or steve smith senior <laughs> excuse me so let's take steve smith senior up fifty five hundred and up uh who in this range obviously uh, uh in addition to steve smith tell me about him but who else are you looking at here well steve smith uh i like this guy there's a one guy on the in the ranks of the veteran receivers this is one guy that always piques my interest and he's got his game back in order and well positioned to take advantage of that depleted Cowboy secondary. He's averaging 10.5 FanDuel points per week, one of the higher totals in this range for sure. And uh, move up a little bit higher from him, and you see Pierre Garçon of the Redskins against that suspect Packers team. Look at this, James. He's he's had at least four catches in six of his last seven starts and could easily reach that, reach that low for a good chunk of yardage against a, a, that uh, porous Green Bay Packers secondary. So I really like him in this range for sure. And then move up a little bit higher to Sterling Shepard at 5,900 for my final pick in this range. Injuries to wideouts on the Giants roster not named Beckham should result in more targets for this guy this week. And that's uh, that's a good deal against a weak Chicago Bears defense. Yeah, I, I totally, totally agree there. I'll, I'll flip it around to the other side of that matchup. Cam Meredith going up against the Giants. Giants defense has been solid but unspectacular. And as I mentioned before, Alshon Jeffrey suspended. Cam Meredith all of a sudden becomes the number one option in the passing game on that team. And and look, we talked about before when Hoyer was in there, Meredith showed something. He played really well. He's athletic. So I think he's going to take a lot of those Alshon targets. At 5,600, you can rarely get the number one receiver on a team, especially even if it's not a good team, it's a team that will probably be behind and has a quarterback who at least has an arm for whatever it's worth. So I really, really like Meredith at 5,600 there. Uh, outside of Meredith in this range, not a ton of guys who jump out to me outside the names you you put out there. But even though he's coming off and off weekend, it's a tough matchup. In tournaments, I'd consider taking a shot at J.J. Nelson at 5,800. Again, a bit of a disappointment this past week. Uh, people expected a lot more from him, but 
you look at the weeks prior, the, the, the volume is there, the big playability is there. So as far as tournaments go, I think it's an all right play. But I, I think the names Paul put out there in Cam Meredith are really my favorites in that range. Paul, let's uh, let's get into some real values here. 5,400 and below. Let's just uh, let's rock it out here. Who uh, Who's the real values on this wide receiver board this week? Well, right near the top of that range at 5,400, uh, I got Robert Woods of the Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati. He's coming off a monster game last time out, and I think he's going to continue to see the number of targets he got in that one was, I think, double digits and, and have a big day against the Bengals. And I, I think this guy's one of my best value plays on this entire board. After that, I'll jump down $300 to Ted Ginn Jr. He's caught five passes in each of his last four games. I'll take that and my chances with five grabs against that Swiss cheese pass defense of the Saints with this guy. If he can get five passes, that's that's going to be over 100 yards, I believe, against the Saints. Why wouldn't you pick that up for 5,100 bucks? And then uh, Seth Roberts, who's involved in that high-octane pass offense of the Oakland Raiders against a Houston team that, that can be beat from time to time. He's getting more consistent reps and targets and should be productive with the corresponding growth of uh, quarterback Carr's game, game in recent weeks. I like what I've seen from him, so that could translate to his big day for Roberts. And then below the 5,000 mark, I got one guy highlighted, James, and that's Kendall Wright of the Titans at Indianapolis. We've, uh, we've ripped that defense apart, and I think he's going to be a part of a, a team that that does it again. He's uh, he's uh, the fi highest FanDuel average score in the sub-5,000 range, part of a diversified offense, but he has three TDs in the last five games, and facing that that uh, Colts defense, I like his chances for being a good, a really good value play yeah. down there. Yeah, I love that call, Paul. It's a terrific call. It's my favorite sub-5,000 call as well, and you, you nailed the guys I was looking at in the range we're talking about. I'll give you one more guy at 5,000 and check the injury reports, make sure he's playing a bit of a finger issue. But Sammy Coates going up against that Cleveland secondary. I know that Coates yeah. disappointed last week, but the upside for the price is about as good as you're going to find on this board, considering the matchup, considering the ability for this guy to put up, you know, 13, 14 points on one play. So uh, Sammy Coates against that Cleveland secondary for 5,000, I think. More of a tournament play because it's a it's a big time boomer bust, but I think it might be the best boomer bust play on the board today. Paul, this was a this was a blast. It's it's a pleasure to talk to you and uh, to get this insight, sir. Well, me too. I'm I'm dealing with a star on the other side of this deal uh, <laughs> with all the work that you do Brian for here? I'm, I'm major sure. <laughs> radio station in Philadelphia. You got to talk that up a little bit, I think, because oh, uh, Paul, you're uh, too kind. Your you're star too... is really on the rise. I'm oh. I'm happy to be on your coattails, buddy. Uh, Paul, it's it's my pleasure, and yes, it is fun. I uh, I get to work with a former NFL player every day, and producer John Ritchie, who is um the smartest football player that I've, I've interacted with. He's a really bright guy and um, it's a lot of fun. So thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. But uh, I consider myself the lucky one. That's for damn sure. So um, again, uh, he really is the best in the business. I appreciate uh, him taking the time to talk to me. And guess what? I get to talk to him again tomorrow, which is super cool. So we will be back with some tight ends and defenses before you know it. You won't even notice it. And we'll be back uh, to talk a little tight ends and defenses, but for Paul Bruno, follow him on Twitter at Statsman22. I am James Seltzer. This has been the Week 11 Wide Receiver Wednesday edition of the Roadwire DFS Podcast. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
At Ace, your backyard's right in our backyard, which means we have hand-picked products that are right for the birds in your neighborhood, like premium bird seed, suet, birdhouses, and feeders. Stop by your local Ace and get everything you need to attract the birds you want, including Ace Wild Bird Food, on sale now. Now through Tuesday only, when you buy two 20-pound bags of wild bird food, get a third bag free, only at Ace, the helpful place. Offer valid through February 28th at participating stores.